Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club Podcast. This is episode 117. We hope that you guys are enjoying this festive time of year, and we will continue the Coffee Club celebrations with this big New Year's special episode. Joining the regular crew today, we have Mario Garcia Romo. Mario, how you doing? I'm very good. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> we have Mario back on the show today because our main topics today will be, you know, kind of about goals for the coming year, resolutions, etc. And Mario is an individual that is good at talking about that stuff. <laughs> loves his goals. <laughs> it's he also, loves them. It's also race day for Mario if you are listening on New Year's Eve, which is, it is. Oh, yeah, likely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, but Madrid, tune in if you are. Yeah, Madrid, uh, nine p.m. Me, Katir, some other the people. The race starts at 9 p.m. I think That's so. That's the coolest Ooh. thing I've ever heard for a road race. Yeah, and then you get a shower, you go have a dinner with like all the athletes and your family, and then you go out in Madrid. <laughs> That's going to be such, such a good New Year's. Cool experience. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. it's, it's my first time too. Like I've been invited for like the last five years and I haven't been able to go. So mm. I'm that, pretty excited for more that. More important things to do. NCAAs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now it's the big cat, the dance with the big cat, the big black cat, as they say, Katir, will be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so quite quite a, a mind trip. Mario's simultaneously talking to you through the headphones, but he's also in Madrid racing right now. We've so. improved cloning mm-hmm. like very well to the point where you'll see a lot of a lot of this in the upcoming year with the Coffee Club podcast. Yeah, so that's just the things that we do over here. Uh, before we get into it, a word from Gus. He said, if you like the podcast... Please give the boys a New Year's kiss and like, comment, subscribe, turn on post notifications, leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, helps the podcast grow and ultimately just helps us, makes us happier, which is the point of... Particularly our boss. I think if Gus is happy, <laughs> we're happy. If we if we get home and Gus is sitting at the head of the table with a bit of a grumpy look on his face, then George, Morgan, and I know for a fact... We are in trouble. So, if you guys could please do that, that'd be lovely. Our Keep life revolves around this yeah, podcast. Yeah, it, it, it keeps us, it keeps our boss happy, which keeps us happy in turn. So, yeah, please do that. <laughs> so, before we get into New Year's resolutions, goals, etc., we're going to do a little list. We're going to do a little look back. I think last time that we did this, we more, we more emphasized doing the best moments of the year. If I remember correctly, two years ago, I think that's kind of how we did it, but. We've talked about, we, we've already covered, like, looking back at stuff quite a bit with our episode 100 and all that. I mean, there are a lot of cool moments. So we're just going to go through a few more that haven't been mentioned yet. And these are moments that are specific to the podcast. So this isn't, like, favorite race of the year or mm-hmm. anything like that, I don't think. But just a couple of uh, things for us to reminisce on that we really enjoyed this year. First one. Uh, just pen relays in general. Again, big success with the f- our first fan meetup, mm. which fantastic <laughs> happened in the rain. Yeah, <laughs> it, honestly, the weather was a bit of a downer, but like it was, it was, a, it was a great, great moment. I mean, a highlight for me particularly, just spending time with the fans, but also being able to go for a run with them and just listen to. Was it also our first live podcast? Oh, it was. It was, yeah. So that was the other part of pen was mm. live podcast with. Freaking Devin Allen. Yeah, we had to yeah. have uh, Andy Weeding as security to keep uh, a lot of the fans off off Devin Allen. Yeah. Live podcast, not a single person knew who we were. They were just yeah. there for Devin yeah. Allen. When they heard, when they heard the mention of Devin Allen, we started to get a crowd, which was which was good. You know, that means that we had a had a pretty good guest. That's how we found did. out what true fans, you know, really are. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Penn was amazing. Mario, you actually joined us with so many of these because the next mm-hmm. one was the LA meetup, which I think was a n- really nice compliment to our. Pen meetup because it was the opposite in terms of weather. 
We had we just perfect sunny, <laughs> yeah. perfect weather in California. Had a had a proper coffee shop which like had mm-hmm. space, and then we all went to the beach afterwards. Yeah, it was that's very nice. wholesome. It was an amazing day. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other one which is put down here is the four by mile draft, which we did. I'm not sure if you listened to that episode of ours. I, I did. I did. And mm-hmm. as we mentioned a few weeks ago, it's constantly in flux, as mm. constantly <laughs> changing. Always changing. So we're definitely going to have to revisit that in a more um, with a closer inspection at some point in the future as people continue to run faster. So we'll, we'll come back to that. A really big one for us was finally getting the merch out. Took a while, but we got there. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I remember it felt like we were about to uh, just hit the stratosphere with, with, with the merch. It was very much, with 94 weeks, Morgan, in the making. Yeah, I yeah. think it was something around that, which is crazy. It's to insane to think that our fans have waited that long to get a piece of the merch, which shows you your patience and resilience with that. So thank you so much to our fans who uh, were patient enough to wait. And then obviously, I feel like particularly, obviously, shout out to Morgan and Catherine, like definitely delivered on the merch. The team. Mm-hmm. Um, fan, yeah, there was a whole team behind it, but it was fantastic. It was so good that people that are not like running fans or like the Coffee Club fans, like they would be like, oh my God, like that's such a cool teaser. <laughs> Like, appreciate that. Yeah, like my friends back home, you know, like people like that. So it is awkward in some points though, because I there was a new f- coffee shop that I endorsed a f- uh, f- few episodes ago called Flower up the road from where I live in Australia. And my dad and I went out for a coffee just to have a chat. And my dad was wearing a coffee club T-shirt, but it was one with our heads, so it was really uncomfortable, like walking in, sitting down, and then I. I like look over my dad's ordering the coffee and he's going like pointing at his shirt and then pointing at me and I'm like oh <laughs> god right and he's like yeah my son you does coffee club podcast you hear the whole coffee club podcast yeah he does coffee and I'm like oh shit like so but you know he's he's very proud and very uh, it's obviously very endearing but um, mm-hmm. it is interesting walking around and then all of a sudden you see somebody with your head on a shirt it's uh, very surreal it's amazing and just like the the world is on like the most popular one was the kitchen one with all the references mm-hmm. and that's just. That's just a universe that's being created through the 100 weeks of the podcast, which yeah, is so amazing. cool to see it in like illustrated form come to life. So, yeah, that was amazing. Thank you so much for the reception from everyone. And in a similar way, episode 100, like we have to talk about how fun and we couldn't believe like how, how well that ended up turning out. And in a similar way to the merch, I think we have to say thank you for the, yeah, just the fans' response because both those things – were because we put them off for so long they had a lot of anticipation and that anticipation is almost intimidating because it's like well now we can't just like to deliver (laughs) you can't just do nothing like it would be funny though it'd be clowning if it was just like episode 100 of the podcast thank you very much for listening and then that's it that's all the podcast is i mean we could have done that that's the thing i know and it would have been funny but also like you know that's just that's not what that's not what that's not that's not good to the fans like we wanted to bring something together that could be uh, worthy of the wait. And I think we delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a really big moment. Another one was the monologues, mm. new idea in particular, in particular, Ollie's hit very hard and another amazing reception with that. So yeah, a big moment for us in 2023. I'm already nervous for next year's one. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to, yeah, just don't think about it. I mean, I think, I think I like the the self-reflection because I think we talked about monologues and I I, I definitely, talking to people, particularly who in the podcast, really enjoy our perspective on the sport as athletes because if we're very honest and raw about our experiences, George talked about his injury, um, 
and staying away from injuries. Like I think that's such valuable resources to kids that are listening that are runners and are also fans, but it also engages uh, a lot of people into your journey, which is like a great aspect of the sport that is lacking is, is to be able to have um, information about people's journeys. So you're more invested when you go out and watch them race. So I think the monologues is a great idea and hopefully like, I'm sure there's going to be ups and downs for the three of us and for, a lot of people in the sport, but to be able to reflect on them and talk about them, I think it creates such a great um, uh, platform to yeah. uh, to to just give back to the fans. So hopefully we'll be doing it again next year. I'm, I'm sure we will at least once. Mario, you want to do a guest monologue? I mean, we could do, that's a good idea. I can do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking it must be so hard to just, you know, like talk by yourself for like 35, 40 minutes. It's weird. It, yeah. it, it's, it's strange because the, the back and forth is the great thing about mm talking on podcasts as you get a, a bit of a yeah. conversation going whereas when you're doing a monologue it's just like how do I not ramble on how do I not mm-hmm. stop what I'm talking about and move on to something else in the best and easiest way possible to, to hear or to listen to so mm-hmm. um but yeah no I, I honestly guess guess monologues could be a good idea more get Mario Yara, I know maybe Sinta. I know we have a lot more people on the team that have a lot of amazing things to say mm-hmm. and stories mm-hmm. to share mm-hmm. so if, if we can combine our platforms to achieve that That'd be nice. Yep. So maybe in the future, we'll see. I was thinking that a round table with everybody in the team. That would mm-hmm. be kind of cool too. They do yeah. do that with the actors. Uh, there's an actors one that they do. Like there was like a massive one with like Tom Hague, oh, Robert De Niro. Like, it, yeah. It's really interesting to see their adversities and also their successes and how they talk about them because everybody goes through it differently or experiences it differently and react differently. Mm-hmm. So It's like peeling the curtains a little bit. Yeah, peeling the, peeling the onion. Peeling the onions back. Yeah. And just seeing bit. inside there's more onion. You Smelling know? it. Crying, it's crying. It's 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 everything. It's everything. <laughs> uh, the next big step forward for the podcast was the new studio, which we hope you guys are enjoying. And mm. it's still an ever evolving process getting the stuff. Have, have we told people where the studio is, or can we keep that like it's a secret? secret. So like, secret you guys can in the comments just guess where we're at, where we're at, what studio we're in. Um, secret. No, market. it's it's not in the Google building. No, it's not in the Amazon building. Uh, maybe it's in um, Boulderado Hotel. Who knows. Maybe it's uh, under, it's in Dathan's basement. So we don't know. Underneath the Noah track. Yeah, we don't know where <laughs> yeah. it is. We, we don't know where it is. So you guys can have some speculation there. Yeah, try and guess. Uh, cool one was the marathon meetup and making the Helen shirts, which was a, kind of a bit of a first for us to make like shirts for an event and then to go and get to enjoy the event with the fans. So that was another moment of, yeah, just I guess a version of a meetup and uh, – I mean, with Helen winning, it was it couldn't have gone much better overall. So, apart from Ollie, unfortunately, not being there. So, but that was another, I guess, cool moment for us. And then, just in general, up like the upgrades that we've taken this year, like with our social media and um, the graphics, uh, I think have been the big one. Which is a hundred percent shout out to Jack, yeah. who does them for us. The graphics and the reels, like they've been so amazing. So, hopefully, we can just keep that all going. At the end of the day. Like we're just not prof- like we're professional runners. We're not professionals at this other stuff. So we're always learning and trying to get better with it. But it takes time. But it's exciting to, I guess, see that growth happen like right in front of you and um, and internally as well. Like we got a bit of a coffee club team now, which is pretty <coughs> exciting. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're going corporate. <laughs> 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 we're going very corporate. So uh, things are things are going good. And twenty twenty four goals for the or like growth or plans for the podcast specifically, we don't really have them ironed out yet. And we never do. 
as yeah, why why would you do that? Why would you plan? But I think that we hope to continue to get slightly more professional, just with the goal of being able to continually provide to you guys a better, a better show, like mm. a better heap community, like whatever, like whatever, like what we do. We just want to be able to continually do that better because, yeah, in a year we have our we always have our ups and downs and our challenges, and we just want to get better, and we love doing this so. Um, yeah, that's all we really ask for. So hopefully what that means is some more cool events and just, um, yeah, better show overall. So yeah. it's, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. Feel free to let us know <laughs> what you want to see from us in yeah. 2024 though. Yeah. I want to see a coffee club meetup in Europe. I know it's pretty hard because. <sighs> you know, where would you do that? UK I maybe. I was I thinking, think, yeah, something like that. You know? Can we look where our European listeners are from? Well, I know that, I know that. Because I just saw, I've recently seen our top five. Oh, you guys are not going to believe this. Did we get a Spotify rent? Yeah, we we did, which I think time traveling will have already talked about on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about it more. Yeah. I think our, we'll, our clones have talked about it. I think I think we'll already have talked about it. But I think the UK is, <laughs> is, is two or three. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. UK, is, UK is two or three. It either goes... US, Australia, UK, or maybe Australia, UK is flipped. But you guys will not believe, and we we'll already have talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> so we can't talk about it now. No, no, we're going to say it again just because it's so crazy. Number five is Norway. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Especially, I feel like that's <laughs> four million people. You <laughs> How know? is that possible? <laughs> yeah, that's, you think it's the, how big is the Ingebrigtsen family? That big. <laughs> oh, well, like, yeah. Probably that big. That, that maybe even one of them or two of them listen to the podcast uh, puts us in the Norway range. No, but we're like, that's our number five biggest country. It's it's beating New Zealand. I mean, Jordy, come on, Jordy. <laughs> come on, bro. I was thinking having Jacob in the pod, you know, like that, yeah, that just part that one thing. Yeah. Like you probably I mean, honestly, well I don't maybe that one interview that one kid it. who listened to fifty five thousand minutes was from Norway. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be it. That that also <laughs> helps the scales. buff buff the scale. We only have like three we don't we don't have that many minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he would have that's Maybe. every episode like ten times. See, I don't have Spotify, <laughs> so I don't know like all the gist gist of this stuff. Don't worry, we'll have covered this in detail. Yeah, so I'm excited to ignore this. Oh, I just remembered it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's our goals. I think the UK would be the country mm-hmm. for the meetup. Or oh, Norway. We're <laughs> <laughs> either going to do it in London or we'll do it in what is it? Sad, sad. What's Sadine? Sadneys. Sad. Oh, sadness. Just think of sad knees. Yeah. Sad knees. Wherever Yakut lives. Are our Glasgow numbers? Probably not. Actually, great. imagine imagine setting up. Just saying, maybe potentially in the future we could set up a uh, coffee club group run with Jakob Ingebrigtsen Co-lab. in Norway. Collab. Yeah. And do a shirt like a Helen shirt, but a Jakob shirt. <laughs> and then sell it. For well, we should just do a, a Jakob shirt no matter what. Honestly, I'm, I've already got ideas in my head. So uh, we'll, we'll make that happen and then we'll turn up. And I want to have a Jakob shirt with, like, you know, the kid that runs with the ice cream, the little girl. So that's like Jakob. And then behind him is Grant, uh, is Jake Whiteman and, and Josh Kerr, just like running really aggressively. I don't think you would like that. Uh, I would like it, though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you would like no, that. No, I don't, I'm not saying he would like it, but I would like it. He's also in front of them. So that's a good thing, you know. He's beating them, too. Yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. he will. I changed that. So, yeah, those are our plans for the coming year and uh, our little reflection. And just, it's an amazing journey. Very excited to see where it takes us. But now we're going to become a little more personal and make some goals for the coming year, which 
I think the between the four of us, like our approaches to goal setting is varied. Uh, I think some of us do. Like, I mean, for the people listening, I think goals are a great thing, but you don't need to obsess over them so much. So just like we did for the Christmas episode, maybe we go through one by one and we go through our lists and we do one at a time. Do you guys have your mm-hmm. your goals? <laughs> oh, you can just make them up right start now. So let's start. <laughs> Mario, uh, uh, how many goals are we allowed to, to say? How many girls? No, goals. Three. Three. Three? All right. I, I wrote down like seven. So, can You I can have, combine can them. Can I have a few? <laughs> you want a few of mine? Yeah. yeah. They might not be good enough for you, though. <laughs> the plan is three goals and, and a resolution. Which yeah. resolution? Mario. All right, Mario, you're first. Right. Uh, I guess I. the three goals are pretty obvious, right? There's three major championships. So, obviously, try to win all three. <laughs> that could be one goal only. But, I, yeah, let's say, obviously, like... Winning the Olympics, winning World Indoors, winning Europeans. That should be my three main goals, right? But mm-hmm. just go through one goal at a time. <laughs> no, I was gonna I was gonna say overall, like I think about them and it's what you were saying, like more than winning each of those championships, I think more about like trying to become the athlete that deserves to win those championships, you know? I knew you were gonna say something good like that. Yeah. That's well why, it's that's why we brought you in here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's I think you know, it's not about like um like looking at yourself and like being like, oh, like my goal is to win the Olympic gold. You know, it's like about like, okay, like I have a year to like transform myself into the person that deserves that Olympic goal. And I would say the main goal overall, you know, like should be that you know, like trying to become that person. And that's do you, do you have a specific goal that you know if you're trying to make a roadmap? Because mm-hmm. like, what does the person that deserves to win all those titles look like? What is your roadmap to become that? Yeah, so like, it all uh, to me, it should be just like, first of all, like trying to work as hard as I can. Like, that's that's obvious. And then also trying to be, you know, like a person that cares about the sport, cares about the fans, and like cares about, like, you know, the people that support you. Like, so my family, my friends, the, the fans that, you know, so up to a race and they are cheering for me and like, uh, the people that reach out in the DMs to like like just congratulate me for a race or like ask for advice, like trying to like care about those people and like you know like inspire them and also like mainly it's just like trying to you know be the best person I can be. I, that's how I see it. You know, like to me, like if I think of an Olympic champion, you know, it's kind of like an ideal. You know, it's like well, like it's like the person that you know won the best race uh, in the world. Sh- I'm getting shades of gladiator right now. Yeah. Do you guys remember <laughs> the opening scene where he's like, Rome is like just an idea? Doesn't he say mm. something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, Marcus Aurelius yeah. is, is like, Olympic champion is just an idea. Yeah. Leading. Well, it is, right? Because like, like I've been thinking, you know, I work with a psychologist, you know, and lately we've been talking about like, what would change if you win an Olympic goal? Like, would your life change? Probably like it would change a little bit. Lamborghini. Yeah, but it would change in in terms of that, you know. <laughs> but Mario just buys a Lamborghini. That's a change. No, I would buy a Porsche. <laughs> I think yeah. Fair. But um, I would say like like you like you have your family, your friends, you know. Like so, if I can become that person before the Olympics, you know, I would have already won. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. need that Olympic goal. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I I want to win it. So yeah, I mean, my goals uh, building off that are very similar. Like or. I do have specific like win race style goals, but most of my goals are a step back from that. And they are like what I actually need to do to be able to become the athlete, to become my dad. So 
for example, my first goal is to not break my knee in January, which is just a funny way of saying just have a normal year of training and racing because that's all I really need to focus on per- personally. And I mean, everyone is, is similar in that way, but in particular, I was thinking about it and I realized that I haven't actually had a normal year of, of training and racing since 2019, which is crazy, sad, and explains performance. So I just looked at it and I'm like, well, that's all I need. Like nothing fancy. I just need to try to stay healthy for that period of time. So you know what that means in terms of actual actionable things it's just a reminder to me to say if I have a big workout or something like that it's to err on the side of caution I suppose just have the more the mindset of like take it day by day week by week rather than trying to smash anything in particular or trying to you know get or trying not to get carried away with anything in particular because a lot of the forces in our sport are pushing you in that direction. We're all super competitive. We have an amazing training group. We have big workouts that we like to do, that we love to do, where we feel alive. But uh, if you can, it's always good to be mindful of your own personal journey. And for me, it's just like, just stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And I'll say my second goal, because it's really related to that, is race over 10 times this year, which I'm not sure how many times you guys have raced in the past few years. I'm sure it's a few more than that. But I was like, oh, this is so sad because I love racing. You know, I, I mean, I love training. Like, I love being a runner. I do. But to me, the epitome is racing. So to be able to, that's when I feel the most alive. So to be able to do that more times is what I would love to do. That's one of my, that's one of my goals. Well, that's two. There's two of my two. goals. Yeah. What is the third? Might as well just do <laughs> My third... My Stay two, away from ice. Yeah, yeah. No, that's my first goal. But my... This is... My third one was like I was putting in like um, more play stuff, which I don't like to do. So I just put like win the Australian Championships because that's a nice one. And then I have as like one goal together, which is an unformed goal at this moment, is qualify the Olympics, make the final Olympics, and then have a place goal, which... Like if you had to ask me the top of my off the top of my head, in my ideal world would be like top five. If if like everything goes exactly how I want it to be, but that's the type of thing that I think you you obviously have to assess closer to the time. So yeah, those are my mm-hmm. goals. Ollie or me? <laughs> Do you guys have your goals? Yeah. I I, I, I have mine. I yeah. just alright. You go. Um, two of them are non-running related, um, and then one is running related. The one that's running related is that, like, particularly for me this year, um, 2023, I think my main races, I was injured racing them. So I was not my 100% best or the best athlete I could be. So, like, my goal going to 2024 is to become that athlete because that was a tough thing for me to deal with. I felt like, particularly 22, um, I was definitely 100%, but then didn't perform strategically as well as I should have and then I learned a big valuable lesson there and then 23 I've learned a big valuable lesson in returns to injury and like setting it off or delaying it I guess until it was like to a point where I couldn't compete for the rest of the year so that my goal is kind of just like the way I work with goals is like I already know what type of athlete I am and I know what I need to do to be to hit the goals that like are numbers um whether it's making a team or winning a, a gold medal. For me, it's all about just being 
um, physically and mentally. So that's my goal in running. Like especially at the right times. Yeah. And I and for me it's like, but the right time for me this this is every day. So it's been a hundred percent mentally and physically every day. And right now mentally I feel pretty hundred percent. Physically I'm not. So that's just something that I'm gonna charge the battery to. And I definitely feel like, particularly reading a great book that Morgan's parents gave me, which was very sweet of them. Thank you, uh, Papa Papa McDonald and Mama McDonald. Uh, it's called The Obstacle Is the Way by Brian Holiday, and I really love the Ryan. way Ryan Holiday. Sorry, I keep saying Brian Holiday. Um, <laughs> his brother. Yeah, is his brother actually named Brian? <laughs> if he is, that'd be awesome. That'd be such a good mistake. Um, but it, it, the way Marcus Aurelius is like a big, big part of the book, and then it goes through a lot of histories, uh, people that have a lot of success and how they deal with failure. And um, I love the idea of how the obstacle usually is what leads to that person becoming a champion or becoming. Um, something greater than they could possibly imagine. So um, for me, yeah, that's my main goal for, for the running side of things. My second goal, my, se- my last two goals are non-running related. My second goal was to call my family more. Uh, when I was home the past month, I got the very, um, I guess I was very emotionally, um, obviously the monologue goes through it, but I spent a lot of time with my family and I had a realization, particularly after being away from home for such a long time, that my family is such an important structure in my life and as well as a support uh, that I desperately need, um, and I kind of neglected them. So neglected them as in like I just didn't call them enough. I didn't I didn't keep in touch with them enough, and it felt like we were a bit disconnected. So my goal, particularly going through the Olympic year, which is going to be harder to do because there's going to be more head noise. There's going to be a lot more um, stuff going on that will prevent me from. I know me as a person just talking about stuff, but my goal is to spend as much time as I can calling them, chatting to them about how I'm feeling, how I'm going. Um, through the highs and the lows of the year, which I'm sure will happen. And then my third and last goal is to um, pretty much, I <laughs> I want to um, try and be more uh, proactive with my diet, which I think it's going to go into my usual resolution, which we'll get into later. But I think for me, um, I've struggled with the consistency of, of when I eat and and how I eat. And it's not like necessarily a variety or necessarily healthy or unhealthy. It's more just like I'm not eating at the right times and when my body needs it. So I'm trying to, I'm talking to a, a nutritionist right now, Maddie Alm, who's amazing. Um, and I'm going to try and eat. Because I, I always notice, particularly like he's a good example, is Joe Klecker. He's always eating something. After a run or doing anything, he's always eating something. He's always drinking something. And I think that's, something that I'm striving to, to get towards is to when I, my body needs it or when I'm depleted, I'm going to eat something. When I drink something, I'm going to be pro- proactive. Morgan makes smoothies um, for big big runs or big days where he knows that he's going to need that free system and that's something that I need to um, address and get on board with. So that's my third goal, which is kind of running related, but it's more just in my day-to-day life. So yeah. health, health goals. Health is related to running. <laughs> well, health is related to everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, that's a bit yeah. open-ended. but it's yeah. a great goals. Oh, pressure now. <laughs> um, you just had to listen to a lot of that. Those that those were good. Now I'm I'm a little worried. I'm not um I'm not really a goal setter. Actually. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me as well. I feel like you two are very good at setting goals with setting structure. I think you and I kind of wing it a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. Like we don't, we don't, we we think, oh, I really want to do this, but we don't. Like I've never liked writing it down. I guess vocalizing it. Yeah, or even like internally 
picturing a goal or anything. I feel like it. I'm just someone that it doesn't um, that doesn't like help me. Like just setting something far away that like like an arbitrary, mm. especially like a performance goal. Like that doesn't that doesn't do anything for me. Um, like I I prefer to just. I mean, running related, I'm just going to get as fit as possible. <laughs> that's a goal. There is still, like, yeah, take care of it. Like, yeah. I don't – setting a goal is not going to change my approach. And goals so, do change a lot mm-hmm. too. So it's like – Yeah, yeah they do have to be flexible. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's fluid. As Mick Byrne would say, the situation is fluid. I don't yeah. want to be set on something that then is – Yeah. Like you, don't, I, you don't want to be set on New Zealand winning the World Championship and then Australia wins it in the cricket. You're heartbroken. For example, heartbreak. if a few years ago I set the goal – to make the Paris Olympics, if I got to today, I'd be pretty underwhelmed. And and I feel very fortunate that I have already qualified and, and I'm in I'm in a very fortunate place to on the team that you know, I'm from a small country that um I can qualify very early. But like they should be hard to like I never set that goal and so I never got to it and was like then I would just be satisfied. And then I would like mm-hmm. stop. But, you know, I never said it, so it's just a step along the way. If you never said it, it never happened. <laughs> yeah, if you exactly. never said it, it never happened. Yeah. George and is so, just, just living and like, perfection. Like, George, like, if George wins the gold medal in the, the steeplechase, the interview, and he's just standing there going, I never said it. I never said it. I never said this is my goal. It just happened. I didn't know why I didn't listen to the, I don't know why I'm doing the steeplechase. Nathan put me in it. I didn't set this goal to do the steeplechase. I didn't set this goal to win the gold medal. It just happened. Well, alongside with what you're saying, George, there is a whole psychology with goal setting where you technically, like what I said before, you technically shouldn't do this because I've, I've had this conversation with a sports psychologist and you shouldn't say my goal is top five in a race. Yeah. You should always say my goal is fifth or better. Mm. Like you should never have a goal that limits you in, in mm. any way, which is essentially what you're saying. No, I, that, I like that. But wait, wait, you so said you should say fifth or better instead of top five. Yeah, so, but it, doesn't li- so it doesn't limit yeah. you to fifth. Th- think about it this way. If I wrote a contract and it says, okay, you're going to win the Olympics in your career, but it doesn't specify one. It can be 2024, 2028, 2032, 2036, you know? And going to be old, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be walking around with a crane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to be walking around with those cranes getting to the start line. There's Ollie Hall. He looks like his back is a fucking twisty. Good at but, running, though. Yeah, good at running, though. He's still good. <laughs> but imagine, imagine that, you know, and you sign that piece of paper, like, you will still try to do your best in 2024, 2028, 2032, you know, like, because you never know when it's going to come. But mm. you are aiming to, that's what I meant by, like, becoming that person. It's like you are aiming to mm. be that person that deserves to win it. And when it comes, like, yeah, you're like, you know, you have achieved your goal. But if it doesn't come, you're going to still be content because, you know, you have achieved. You've done the best that you could. Yeah. Every you, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that more self-reflection? We've just transcended goals. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say, like, self-reflection let, is like, let me make a goal, though. Based, <laughs> and I'm going to tie it into, um, is it got to do with sheep? <laughs> is there I'm going to tie it into the fact that I have, uh, I am fortunate to have already qualified for the Olympics, and because of that, uh, my goal is to share the journey from now until the Olympics better mm-hmm. with the people that are interested. Great and, goal! Yeah. You know, there are people that want to see that. So, and I'm not good at sharing it. So, my goal is to, you know, share the share the road to Paris with more people. Mm. That's awesome. I, th- I think it seems like 
we all have the same like one thing clear is like you know like sometimes i feel when you are in the sport and like you're trying to be the best sometimes you start pushing people away kind of a little bit because you are very focused on like you know your personal journey what you need to do like on training and everything but i feel like we all want to like welcome more people into that right you will like you want to welcome your friends the right, the right people i would say yeah. the right people yes 100 yeah. it seems like we all have a very good understanding that more important than yeah like a time or like a place goal is showing up every day and doing the best that we can which sounds so cliched mm -hmm. but i think it's it is what it, it's <laughs> it's the truth that's why it's a cliche and also it's really true that a lot of people probably get carried and get swayed away from that just by just different distractions yeah. and just you know human psychology whatever it is but that that's probably part of what makes our team so amazing is that we are very aligned and it's like every day is important and that's that's like the big uh that's the that's the way it works in our sport you know just and this is true for everyone that's listening that's running at every level by the time you got to the start line the race i mean there's still an element of chance but you know it's nine, over 90 yeah. of it has been decided by how you lived the last x yep. amount of days mm -hmm. and so we're trying to maximize maximize every single one of those days together mm -hmm. so yeah it's pretty special mm -hmm. and then okay and, and going along with that and another one of my goals actually was part of my well i or i just said it after the monologues but um is to to be there more for my teammates that might need me or someone else mm -hmm. we always need you george we always I, need you yeah people uh can can be struggling um around you and you and and not not know it or you might not know it and mm. they might not be comfortable sharing it um, without you know someone making the making the effort yeah i mean the one thing that i i love about our team and the people that we have here is that like it's the subtle things. Most people know like that this environment that we're in is extremely unique but also difficult to cultivate because we're all individuals. Like particularly Mario, Yarrod and I have the same goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. And one of the three of us could achieve it. Three of us couldn't might not achieve it and then but there's only gonna be one. Yeah. It's like the Hunger Games. <laughs> only one, except Good for time. obviously unless we're in love and then we can kind of squeeze our way into a, a, a victory find some what if we all three just run around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just take the nightwalk berries well look that's the beauty of what we have and that's the beauty of what Dathan and OEC has been able to create is we've created an environment that cares about each other but also is able to separate the athlete that's a competitor that gets on the line that it's business to the athlete that is actually aware and wants to give back to the sport and also give back to its friends its teammates um and that's the one thing that I love George mentioning as a goal because, like, the little things, like, you, you, you could go in the gym and I'm just saying, like, athlete X could be having a really tough time with maybe an injury or a family situation, a personal relationship situation, and just cracking a joke, being friendly, but also understanding maybe where they are and not having to say anything, but just giving that kind of little response or that little thing you get from our team is super, super, super crucial and very much well-loved. I think particularly like me dealing with injury, walking in, Sage cracking a joke about the way I walk, um, asking what I'm doing for the, like those little things, Alicia doing the same, like those little things that we do as a team and ha and having that little kind of, it could be like a 30 second conversation. It's, 
it's great. Like it, it really does help. Um, and having that accountability for the team culture too, I think is a really cool and important thing that we're able to um, do, but as well as able to perfect. I think we've perfected that. I think we're all accountable for each other and that's the cool thing and that's what's so exciting um, about this team. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a good goal as well because it does take work every single day. Yeah. Like those it's types of things. Those types of things yeah. you have to if you if you have your mind switched onto it, like you're gonna be way more open to every day working towards that. Whereas And then eventually you just go to the back of the head and it's just reality. Like mm-hmm. this is natural, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. so shall we I don't know if you guys do resolutions either because I don't really. Joy. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something I would be bitter at. Resolutions? I feel like mm-hmm. resolutions. Well, the resolutions like, are very tied to the goals. It's like, you know, they could be the same. And we talked about discipline before. Like, doing having a resolution is discipline. Like, mm. we, there's always the jokes about people like, I'm going to get in shape. They go to Anytime Fitness for a month and then they never come back. So yeah. it's like the discipline of being able to have a resolution and then um, actually do it. Execute mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So what's yours, George? <laughs> <laughs> Mario I guess the first one I, I, you have I guess more I, than one I have more than one probably yeah Jeez. but uh, take us through your list yeah. take us on a journey the first one that came to my mind is something like you say like being more in contact with my family obviously like we are mm. all internationals and like we are far away from home so like that's that's my main one like I want to be in contact with my family obviously I'm not going to be able to go there physically, you know, but like phone calls, you know, FaceTime, like all this stuff, like I think is super important. And then also another one that came to my mind. So I've always loved writing and I've done it since I was a kid. I journal every day and I always wanted to write a book, but like not necessarily to publish it, just to like have it for myself and like maybe, you know, one Just day. like Marcus Rulis did. Yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> but uh, I, see, I see some common themes. Mario's medi- meditations. Meditations. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so me and Oli having in close contact with Scott Cassiola from the New York Times and I think, like, well, I asked him for advice and like he gave me super good advice. So Yeah, I, I saw him. He actually came when I did uh, the kids camp in mm-hmm. New York. He came to just observe me and watch. Yeah, and um, he actually said I did a good job, so that was nice of him. Thank you, Scott. Nice. But Scott, um, listen to his journey with writing as well. It's yeah. super interesting. Like I've done a bit of bit of writing, but not in that sense. More like trying to do fiction writing, but it hasn't done very yeah. well. Um, well, they always say that you have to plant a tree, write a book, and have a kid, right? Like in, in your lifetime, right? So like that might be a Spanish. Well, that's well, uh, I guess I, it's a Spanish in, thing, in Australia. It's it's drink a VB. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the bookies. Watch the cricket at game. At least one, watch the cricket game with a meat pie. Make sure you stain your shirt with your meat pie with the tomato sauce and have a chicken salt on your chips. I think, and then maybe have a kid. Maybe. But I appreciate maybe. the sentiment because like everyone, sentiment. everyone yeah. has a book to write. Yeah. So like, ooh, that would ooh, be a good ooh, that was nice. Did you guys <laughs> just hear that quote from Morgan McDonald? Yeah. Everyone has a book to write. It's true. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's a Marcus Aurelius quote. Like when is Mario has that's like ten. When, <laughs> when is your book coming out, Morgan? I would I would love to write like to read that. Yeah, no, it's probably it's in the future. Morgan's book out. has already been titled "The Chicken That Does Cross the Road." <laughs> that does cross the road. <laughs> I was like, this is a reference to something. Yeah. So, that's your resolution. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, obviously, I have more, but you know, like for example. I uh, know. Try to be more present, enjoy more things. You know, classic things. But wait, just start with a couple. Start you, with a couple. Start with a couple and see how the year goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's. I don't want to say that a lot because you know, like that's the classic. Like you said, too many, and then you don't do it. 
<laughs> Did you have one, Ollie? Uh, we I alluded to mine um, in the podcast that we've had about having a vegan dish once a week. So that's that's one of my new. I mean, y- your your goals were already very like talk to your parents a certain mm. amount of times already. Mm. My yeah, my new resolution is that for sure is to try and have a vegan uh, dish once a week. I'm hoping that our in-house vegan air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know, but Jonas can help me out. Vegan air. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's mixed between vegan and extraordinaire. Oh, I thought, was, I thought it was mixed between vegan and millionaire. Is <laughs> he a millionaire, Jonas? No, he's from Switzerland. He looks like one. He doesn't. He literally looks like a guy that has millions of dollars because he's just so immaculate and beautiful. Um, but that was that's my resolution that I've kind of already set up and I'm trying to do once a week. Um, and... I have one other resolution and it's mostly just to um, consistent sleep. I I really, I think, I know Morgan is very sensitive when it comes to sleep. Not not sensitive, like sensitive. don't talk about it. <laughs> more sensitive. sensitive in the fact of like noise and time of I'm when you go to bed. Yeah. So I, I think I've been a little bit affected this past year about not getting great sleep. Um, so I'm trying to fix that. I've actually started putting my phone downstairs. Um, I'm trying to like not start the day with my phone, um, which is hard because I always want to do the Wordle and the, the Mini, and I know George loves doing it. George is really good at it. I think, I think we it. all do it, right? And the, and the connections. Like, I, I love doing that shit, yeah. but I just want to, st- like, my goal is, which I've done the past few uh, mornings, which is actually, I thought it's actually already helped me. Like, just, it always puts me in a good mood. Just go downstairs, make a coffee if it's nice outside, stand outside where Gus does his business, make breakfast and just try and finish that first maybe play some music but finish that first before i go on any social media mail final surge whoop whatever like whatever i look onto in the mornings just finishing my meal my coffee first and then trying to that's one of my resolutions this is i think it's going to help my sleep because less I think screen time less yeah i think that's affected it and then when i go to bed i put my phone down on my desk in the living room and then go upstairs and then try and read for a bit and then if i can't read i just go to sleep so i'm trying to do that that's one of my new resolutions i've already started it which is technically illegal it's illegal um, but yeah, I that's, think that, that's it I think me. we'll let that slide. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to start the good habit now, and then like, nah, nah, you, know. you should nah. Make sure you bring the phone up yeah. to bed. Yeah, yeah. I, I at least until, until, until 2024. Some, some, <laughs> gotta make it hard somehow, you know. Yeah, yeah but um, crushing yeah. it. That's nice good to, to hear. George, have we given you enough time? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm what Mario just said. I think you. Could, I think I'm. My resolution would just be do more, do more hard things. Mm. But what's hard yeah. for you? Everything's easy for you. I don't. I don't understand that <laughs> question, George. Everything's easy for you. Last year, George was getting on the ice bath at like seven in the morning, breaking the ice with like a dumbbell. <laughs> are you going to try and keep doing that? I would like to be doing that more. Yeah, that's hard. Mm, getting in that's a very hard. <laughs> Thirty degree water is hard. Screen limiting your screen time that can be hard. Being disciplined about sleep, like having tougher conversations, like more meaningful conversations with people, mm. is mm-hmm. like. You know, that's a, that's a hard thing to do I when like the easier option is to not do that. Yeah, I feel like you're a pretty disciplined bloke, though. I feel like my instance of spending time with you, you're very, like... Can always be more disciplined. <laughs> yeah, that is true. No, that How is much true. discipline is too much <laughs> yeah, discipline? Yeah. But this is, this is a bad thing that, that you mentioned before with goals and, and, and achieving goals. I feel like getting to where George is discipline-wise would be a goal for me, but it shouldn't be the end of that goal. It, mm. it should You should keep... Keep, keep trying striving. to reach the next goal, yeah. right? Whereas, like, where George is living right now, George's world, <laughs> we're going to call it George's world, 
And the way he approaches certain aspects of his life is something that I'm trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. But then if if I if George is where he is right now, he's trying to go further, right? If so, George can do the opposite, it'd make your life a bit easier. Like you guys can meet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden I see George ordering DoorDash and playing Rocket League. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? Thank you, George, you've made my resolution yeah. a lot easier. <laughs> George is just oh, that'd be that'd be I would never I would never recover from that if I saw George eating DoorDash shitty food and playing video games and screaming at the TV yeah I would I'd probably have a stroke that's a great resolution though. this has been such a like good motivational podcast <laughs> do my, do more hard things my latest one do more hard things is doing more even doubles <laughs> that's, Ooh, even that's my small one yeah running so, so you're trying to like so if it's a twelve mile day six and six not actually even and. Pff, 12 mile doubles, what do you think Ritz is? No, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, it's a, I, I wish. I'm talking about Sinter's double. I wish Sinter was doing a double. 12. <laughs> six and six. Just put the finger up at me. Um, so what would you say? More well, even. I've been doing 15 mile doubles. Long as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think nine and six is harder, but I've been trying to do it. I think it's better. I agree that that's harder. Yeah. Like, but you yeah, mean it's better for the body? 10 and five, like 11 and four. Like, you know, just getting it done. <laughs> like I'm trying to getting it over with. That's, that's the, I don't want to be doing that with, especially with running. Like mm. I love running. This is something I want to do and enjoy it. And I mean, shit, sometimes I don't enjoy it. Sometimes it sucks yeah. and it feels like job, but I don't want to be someone who's trying to get it over with. And like, so I've been trying to run nine and six. It's hard. Is there anybody in the team that's like that? It's just like, I just want to get this run over with like all the time. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I we, we get pushed towards that if you have something close to a three-mile double. Mm. 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 And that's also yeah. the reason because I think once you get like three or four, you can kind of like not really prepare for that run. You can be like, ah, yeah. oh, it's three miles. I just fucking sit on the couch yeah, like, and like 20 minutes yeah. and get yeah. done. Whereas if you've got a six-mile double, you like, you got to treat that like a real run. Or if you run outside, you'll wait until the last moment and it's like so dark when you go. <laughs> well, that's the other thing <laughs> yeah. right now in the winter. You have to be way more switched on if yeah. you want to double outside. Yeah. Last night I finished at 510 and it was like two more minutes it was (laughs) i was cutting it close you know what i might i might stand in solidarity with you on that goal george i might do a nine and six double tomorrow (laughs) should we do it tomorrow just to see how it feels i love to i can't (laughs) wait till morgan gets home and just be like that fucking sucked (laughs) that was terrible (laughs) and then we'll do a nice plunge right after (laughs) just this would be funny though if you were pushing that card and then and then geordie just goes to to morgan like months later i've been fucking with you the whole time i actually haven't been doing it i just wanted you to do it because i wanted to see how you'd react yeah amazing that's so good all right we'll we'll see you tomorrow for the the nine and six Mm. deal my my resolution is well this is i think like under the similar category of a new year's resolution but it's something slightly different is 2023 for me i have this up on my wall i know uh, some people he might have seen it 2023 23 sorry i can't talk 2023 for me was the year of patience that's like what my version of a resolution was and that was kind of cheating um it was inspired by cinta and also i think yard was maybe the first one that that like does this and i think it's cheating because i didn't make it before 2023 i made it a week into the year once I injured my knee mm. and I knew that it was going to require a lot of patience and oh boy, this year has required like some actually like, yeah, just so much patience on my behalf. And I'm not a very naturally patient person when it comes to that type of stuff. So obviously patience, always a good goal, uh, but I need to, I need to upgrade. So this year 
it's kind of still flowing in my head, but I think it's it's either going to be like something about trust, confidence, or like focus. I just really want to not, I just want to be able to, and I think maybe this will come with more racing. I just want to be able to like do the training at the level that I feel like I need to do it and feel like completely content all the time. Cause like, I'm not a man, like I'm a bit of like a push. I like to push it like just out of like, I don't know, for a variety of reasons why other people like to push it. Um, but I'm not actually naturally like that in running. Like when I was younger growing up, like I was always the person who was like chilling really hard. And I think that's just actually what suits me when it comes to training. And based off that, I can race really well. And as a pro runner, like things are completely different. I'm not saying you can do exactly what worked for you when you were younger, but I think keeping that in mind is a good thing for me to do. And I think that will help me achieve my goals. So that's my resolution is, I guess, to have trust and confidence in myself. Mm. Year, no, 2024, the year of belief. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's a good... I, I was I, looking for the word. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, we're hearing what you're saying and I kind of... I'm in that situation right now too because obviously being injured... Well, actually, I'm, I'm running the boost now. <laughs> running a little bit in the boost, guys. Um, This is obviously weeks later, time traveling. <laughs> so I'll be like doing infinite threshold right now, sitting on this couch. But I think for the team, in particular, like Dathan was going and he goes, he goes, Ali. What do you think of a mantra? Something we can put on the wall. And like, I'm thinking like little things and Dathan's just got these things like putting the fear of God in them and, you know, <laughs> fuck them up. That kind of shit. It's Dathan's mantras. Dathan's <laughs> mantras. But I, I like for the team, particularly our team, because I think we've had so much anticipation. We've had so much hype. We're still waiting on that, that big moment. I think not just for individual athletes on the team, but as a whole. And I like the idea of year, the year for the OEC 2024 is the year of belief because I think... That's the one thing that's going to stop us from doing what we can do. Because I've seen it. I've seen it around everywhere. I think it's the belief that we deserve to be there. Deserve to have that kind of uh, situation. Whether it's good training, whether it's being healthy, whether it's making Olympics or winning. It's just believing that you can do it or that we can do it. So, 2024, Morgan McDonald. So Chicken Boy Believes. Is Dathan Ted Lasso now? Dathan Ted Lasso? No, he's Coach Beard. He's definitely Coach Beard. Yeah. He's definitely co- just a random sporadic yelling. What's the evil one? Oh, uh, uh, oh, Shelley's Nathan. 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 Nathan's yeah. not Nathan. evil though. He just gets mis- yeah, he gets yeah. misguided by, by the, actual the actual evil guy, which is mm-hmm. um, Rupert. 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 Yeah. Rupert. Mm. Who's the Rupert in our lives? No. The Rupert in our lives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jerry Schumacher. No, no. Jerry's the, Jerry's Nathan. Club. Yeah. Jerry's Nathan. Phil Knight is uh, Rupert. Uh, and then Jerry is that. Nathan, <laughs> and he's going to like turn to the good side again. So he's going to be the assistant coach to uh, Kelsey uh, in Amazing. 2025. Amazing. Assistant to the drop, assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to drop the all the millions of dollars that Naki gave him and just be the assistant a to the assistant. assistant. Yeah, but um, Amazing. No, I think I think Dathan's coach beard. Just a genius. Yeah. I, this is like, I like the it. year the OEC. I like the belief, and you know, like I think it's, it's, like, it's pretty important. Yeah, because like, do you do you think guys think when like you've done all the training sometimes and you swap to a race and you still have doubts. Like you think like, oh, like I've done all the best training I can and I still think like I'm not going to perform, you know, like sometimes about like believing that you can perform. You know? I would say we're, we're pretty good at that. I mm-hmm. think as a team, if we know we've done the work 
and we're on the start line. We're all killers. Yeah. We're all killers. At the yeah. end of the day, we all execute. That's what got us here, well. that's what, Yeah, that's why we're on this team. Have you have you guys heard the quote from... Shit. What's the really good US marathoner who medaled at the 80... Galen Rupp. <laughs> 19 <laughs> which one was Munich was Munich 82 72 Frank. 72 Frank, Frank Shorter, Shorter. Shorter yeah. wait no I don't how even tall know how tall was Frank Shorter yeah, he, won, he won 1972 did he win Munich. or come second how tall was he what do you reckon <laughs> I think he got beaten by an East Frank German Shorter maybe. how tall was he <laughs> you know I've seen him joke. gardening here in Boulder before I he think is he local moved. I think I think he moved mm-hmm. uh, okay I don't even did know he win he either won or came second I thought he won to an East German well, what was the quote? Maybe he got gold and silver. What? Yeah, he got well, both. He got both. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave, both they gave him both. No, he did well in consecutive Olympics. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. Actually, I don't even know if this quote There's a statue of was him. him. I'm not sure. I'm really. I'm misattributing all these quotes because uh, he. This was in. Shit. The guy who wrote uh, the Men of Bauman. Maybe this is his quote or something. Or maybe it's the mm-hmm. two of them together. But anyway, not important. The quote is. Okay, let's just say it was Frank Shorter. After he wins the Olympic the Olympic uh, marathon, he comes back to training and he says something along the lines of, man, I've always wondered what type of person would win Olympic gold. And then I, and then I found out it was me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing this well, but I'm pretty yeah. much saying... I, that, would, that, sounds, that, was, that was pretty good. You know what that yeah. sounds like? That sounds like... A little bit. It's, it reminds me of Kanye West's acceptance speech. Like Kanye, I love that acceptance speech when he goes, "Everybody wanted to know what I'd do if I didn't win. Guess we'll never know." I like that. That gives me the same kind of vibe of like he just I like, like was searching yeah. for that whole like, who, like what type of person is that person that deserves to win an Olympic mm-hmm. gold medal? Frank Shorter realizes when he gets to that point, he's like, "Oh, it was me. It's me. I, I did all the work. I do the right things. Uh, I was mm-hmm. on, I'm a human like everyone else, and I got on yeah. that star line, and I we're, ran the we're, race. We're about to go run through a brick wall right now. We're <laughs> yeah. putting in so motivation. I think Jordy's about to hurdle like this house. <laughs> yep. Straight Mario's to about to run like a 12-second 200. <laughs> we're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, but, wow, guys, this has been such an amazing New Year's episode. Mm-hmm. What a, what a way to start 2024. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're so fucking ready to go. This is going to be such a good year. Yeah. I'm wow. excited for this year. I think it's going to be really good for the whole team. And I'm excited to start with you guys. I think like, you know, second year uh, with the team and you guys have been so good to to me and Jared and Cinta, which are like... Just the, the three of you. The no, freshmen. One no one else. <laughs> no, obviously, we're, but like, we're, nah. we're, no, we're, we are new, you know, so <laughs> like... You're, you're still a freshman though because no one else joined the team. Yeah. <laughs> True. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so grateful that I get this opportunity to be, you know, training with you guys every day and, you know, sharing all these moments and racing in Europe, racing here in the US and, you know, just having fun with it too. I feel it's, uh, it's a big part of the of the game, you know, like just having fun with it and being chill about it and just enjoying what you do you're too kind you're too kind you're an amazing athlete amazing yeah. person so thank you thank you so much for everything you do but i think that's it for our new year's special uh we i know i feel very invigorated from that talk that we just had so i hope mm-hmm. everyone listening enjoyed it and i hope that everyone at home can do their own version of what we just sat down and did here because yeah quite quite the amazing process it's but almost like therapy yeah it felt like it today <laughs> it I felt, felt so good <laughs> yeah. feel therapeutic but uh, with that just i hope everyone out there is enjoying this time of year i hope you're spending great time with the ones that you love and um i guess that's it for coffee club for 2023 mm. we'll see you guys in the new year 2024
Peace out. Mwah. <laughs> that was that was the New Year's kiss. So make sure you play. Happy New Year. Yeah. That, that was, that was a countdown. That was a Gus kiss. You should be playing this episode so that with the countdown, should we do a countdown? <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> I guess we're gonna be in time in different time zones, right? Well, no, you guys are gonna be. Me here. and George will be sharing a kiss. Morgan so. will go first. I'll experience it first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm be the middle. Middle. And then you guys. And last yeah, we're, we're last but not least. So I'll George call you. I'll call you guys. I don't know what time it'll be, but I'll call you guys at midnight. No, wait. Sorry, spoiler. I'm gonna be back here. What a letdown. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are here. What I'll call hell? you guys what then. You? <laughs> you, you're both what here now. Letdown. It's crazy. You guys are here for New Year's. Uh, Exciting. God, sorry yeah. about Time that. Time travel is crazy. Everyone. Sorry about Dude, that letdown, This new everyone. motor transport we have is crazy. So weird. But uh, I think that's it for today. Once again, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you all in the new year. Take care. Happy New Year. Bye.